I mean, I grew up in church, like going to church and waving the palm branches and singing the songs, you know, like little vinyl boards and, you know, all that kind of thing and the color pages, you know, and all that. Um, but as I got older, I I did a little more study on like kind of the, the background of that and more of the like political climate and kind of what, um, you know, all the stuff that I didn't learn in the color pages, you know. And so, um, so I think before we get into this, like a kind of a... Um, kind of a backdrop, kind of a backstory, you know, imagine like, like a movie setting, you know, or something, right? Um, so during this time, uh, there's a lot of like political upheaval going on, right? Nothing like what we have today. I mean, it's divided, you know, you got this side and that side and you got the zealots and you got, you know, all these people, you got people going outside of the city, you know, uh, separatists that are like, forget this, like, I don't want anything to do with this. We're going to start our own, like, little, you know, community. You got all these kind of things that still happen today. You know, it was a joke when I said it wasn't nothing like this. But we are divided, and politically we're divided, and there's a lot of a lot of that going on right now. It was the same in Jesus' day. Um, a lot of that division, a lot, you know, um, of uh, issues with all that. And so um, even, even the religious, you know, political climate, you know, was, uh, was like this. So it was like, um, you know, what, what do we have to do to bring God's kingdom now, you know? And so there was a lot, there was a lot of, uh, political politics going on as well. And so, you know, we know about the Pharisees and the Sadducees and we hear about, you know, these kind of things and they all had some, a, a certain way that things had to be done, you know, but the whole idea was like to bring the kingdom, which is a political, a political issue. Like who, you know, we're going to, we're going to reign in a new king, you know, and so this is right before the um, the Passover, right? This is the Passover weekend, right? And so that's that's a political holiday. Like that's where we're celebrating. You know, if we're Jews back in the day, we're celebrating. Um, you know, Independence Day. We're celebrating when we were delivered from, or our ancestors were delivered from Egypt, right? The problem is we're not free anymore, and we haven't been free for a long time. We've been in exile. You know, and, and we've been in exile over here and in exile over there. We've been divided, you know, different kingdoms and, and all this stuff has been going on for like forever. Yet we still celebrate this time, you know, hoping that someday we'll have that freedom again and we'll be delivered. Right. And so that's that's how we would have been thinking, you know, at the time. And um, and we would have been listening to the religious rulers that were saying this is how you make it happen, you know. Um, and that that kind of gets into you know the Sabbath uh, this the Sabbath day rules and all the different you know um, laws and rules and added laws and added rules and and all that right that was going on and so um, so Jesus comes into Jerusalem on a donkey right as Bob was saying right and so um, so I was reading a commentary and I thought this was a really interesting picture so you have. We know that uh, Pontius Pilate, right? He's he's in the city too, right? Because he shows up later on in the story. And so what I was reading is he wouldn't actually live in that city. He would live outside of the city and he would come into the city to like put down, you know, rule. And he's going to police this thing because if anything's going to pop off, it's going to be during this festival because this is a political thing, uprising, you know, let's, let's, let's do something. Let's take the kingdom back now, you know? And so... And that's the holy city, and so, so there, that's that's kind of the setting, right? And so, um, so maybe days before this happened, Pontius Pilate would ride in on his war horse, right? 
and he wants to, to like he wants to make sure that everybody in that place knows how small they are, who they are, and keep them in their place because like this is like this this is the Romans kingdom. Like this is this is our rule. You know, nothing's gonna happen here as long as we, you know, we're policing this. And so so you got and, and what's interesting, what I was reading is he would be coming from the west and Jesus would be coming from the east, right? So you have this this uh this 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 you know police type coming in right uh, warrior soldier you know and he's going to keep you know the peace right he's going to keep the peace through violence and through right um and you know he's on that war horse and he's riding in from the west and then you got Jesus on a donkey right coming in from the east and so um there's so there's so many of these things in in the gospels right that are political in nature. And one of those is the word gospel. So, like we we said, we know it means good news, right? We know that that's what it means. We're like, yeah, that means the good news, the good news of Jesus, like, you know, but during the time that word would have been like a good news after a war. So when somebody comes in on a on a on a war horse, they're proclaiming the gospel. And the gospel is well, we just slaughtered these fools. Like we just, you know, they're we won. We're, we're victorious. We're coming in victorious. We're riding our, you know, stallion. And this is the gospel. This is the good news that it's about us. And, and, you know, we won. Right. And so, um, we see that like Jesus proclaiming the kingdom, right? That's like saying the government of God is like this, right? The kingdom of God is like this. That's a political, you know, a, a political thing. Right. And that's how they would take it. Like the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, right? It's not talking necessarily about a it's talking about a time you know when we're all going to be in this place where the lion will lie down with the lamb and all this kind of thing that we're still like in in great hopes for and and like we believe that that's what god's doing through us but like putting this kingdom together right but during the time um all right um yeah so you know so he's he's proclaiming the kingdom right? And um, he's proclaiming the gospel, the good news. And so, um, and now, you know, he's, he's riding in on that, that donkey. So anyway, let's read uh, Matthew 21, 1 through 11, for those that you have your Bibles. Um, yeah, go ahead, read it. Matthew 21, 1 through 11 says, which is on page 775 in these thinner Bibles, if you have them. It says, now when they drew near to Jerusalem and came to Beth, Beth page to the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples saying to them, go into the village in front of you and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, you shall say, the Lord needs them, and he will send them at once. This took place to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet, saying, Say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a beast of burden. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put them on and put on them their cloaks, and he sat on them. 
Most of the crowd spread their cloaks on the road and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds that went before him and that followed him were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred up saying, who is this? And the crowd said, this is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth of Galilee. All right, so um, so Jesus takes the donkey, right? Um, he might have known the guy, and he might have been like, you know, hey, go to this dude, this guy. If he asks you, you know, what's going on, let him know, like, you know, the the, uh, the Lord, you know, has uh, has need of that. Um, or it might be grand theft donkey. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm really not sure. When I was a kid, I like to imagine that, but I don't know. <laughs> um, but but the the owner does come out and he's like, "What are you doing? Why are you untying my donkey?" And he says, "You know, um, oh well, you know, the Lord has need of this." And they let him they let him take the donkey. Right? And so he's he's riding the donkey into uh, to Jerusalem, um, and uh, and it says in uh, Matthew's gospel, it says uh, this took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet, um, and the prophet is. Um, is uh, Zachariah, right? So, um, and and he actually Zion, um, see your king comes to you gentle, uh, riding on a donkey and on the foal of uh, the colt, the foal of a donkey. And so, I asked a couple of different people to help me um, with this uh, uh, with this message here. And so. Um, who has a, who did I give Zachariah to? Was it you? Yeah. Oh, it was you. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess Lisa's going to come back up here. Zachariah. Nine, nine. Well, did we just read it? No. Oh. Zachariah nine, nine. Zachariah is one of those little tiny books at the very back of the Old Testament, at the very end, that you almost skip over if you're not careful. It's right before Matthew. Um, well, Malachi is right before Matthew, but Zechariah is right before that. So Zechariah 9.9 says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you, righteous, and having salvation is he. Humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. Humble. All right. So, so uh, there's a little line in there that's not in uh, that Matthew doesn't uh, quote, and that's this. Um, she said, "Righteous and uh, with right with salvation." I'm not sure what she said, um, but in this translation, which is the NIV, it says, uh, "Triumphant and victorious is he." Humble and riding on a donkey. So the question is like, why did why did Matthew not say that? He didn't say victorious and 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 uh, and triumphant, right? This is the triumphal entry, but he's coming and he he skips that part. He, like he omits that and he leaves it out and he says, humble riding on a donkey. So he's saying something about Jesus, like you know uh, Matthew when he's writing this, he's saying something about Jesus, and that's that Jesus is coming in humble, you know, and he's coming to bring peace. Right, um, not 
war and uh, like you know like war horse and, and that. And so here's 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 more of the setting. So people line the streets. Um, they're waving palm branches, um, and that's that comes from John. In the in this passage we just read, it says that he pulls branches off, they pull branches off the tree. But in John's gospel, it says um, palm branches. And so that's interesting because um, the palm branch is uh, like waving the American flag or waving whatever flag you got, you know, um, if you're a nationalist, you know, waving a palm branch is a sign of war. Like it's it's like it's it's revolution, you know, and so um, and uh, so there, you know, it, I, I see it a little different than the coloring pages now, you know, um, this guy's coming in. You know, he's on a donkey. We've been hoping and praying and, and you know, we're hoping for a warrior king to come in, you know, kick tail, you know, and, um, and you know, wipe out the Romans and set up a kingdom, you know. And that's what they say. They say, Hosanna, which means to save me, save us now. So they're, so they're, they're chanting, save us, you know, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. And they're waving these palm branches, right? And um, and they're laying out their their coats, you know, and they're laying out the branches on the ground for the king to to you know to make this parade into into the city, and um, and the other thing they're saying is they're saying um, uh, where is it? What are they calling him? They're calling him uh, son of David, right? And so they're saying they're they're proclaiming like who he is. And that's the son of David. David was a king. So they're saying like he is the king to come, right? And so uh so this is this this is the people and this is what they're doing, right? Um they're shouting, I see it as this like riot, you know, like now that I now that I have this context, I'm seeing this as like this riot. And um and so in Luke's gospel, uh, Luke 19.37, did somebody, uh, or, yeah, 19.37, do you have it? Yeah. Because already on the way on the mountain of all those the whole multitude of his disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of those Pharisees, some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. He answered, I tell you, if these were silent, the very stones would cry out. All right, so uh, so Luke gives us a little more context, you know, a little a little something more to look at, and um, part of that he says uh, some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, "Teacher, order your disciples to stop." He answered, "I tell you, if these uh, if these were silent, the stones would shout out." And so um, so now we see that the, the religious people are getting pretty upset, right? And um, and that's you know that's what that that's what Luke brings out. He also brings out that the disciples are shouting praises to the Lord, right? Um, so, and then Luke's gospel also says, um, in 41, do you have, uh, you want to come up and read that?
How far do you want to reach? And when he drew near and saw the city, he wept over it, saying, Would that you even you had known on this day the things that make for peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. For the days will come upon you when you will, when your enemies will set up a barricade around you and surround you and help him you him you in on every side and tear you down to the ground, you and your children within you, and they will not leave one stone upon another in you, because you did not know the time of your visitation. All right, so so uh, Luke gives us a little more um, that Matthew didn't. Um, and, and part of that is that he says, uh, as he came near and saw the city, he wept over it, saying, if you, uh, if you, if you, even you had only recognized on this day the thing that makes for peace. So why is Jesus weeping? You know, you got this parade, you got this this stuff going on. Jesus looks out and he begins to weep. Like, why is Jesus weeping? And it says it right here. It says, if you, even you, had only recognized uh, on this day the thing that makes for peace. So these people aren't recognized. They're not understanding. You know, they're like, yeah, the king. You know, he's he's. They're they're not. They don't. They're they're missing it. They're they're they don't quite get it, right? Um, And so, uh, so Jesus, so, th so this is what they're saying, right? They're saying, Hosanna, son of David, save us now. Uh, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, you know, and Jesus is weeping. All right. So, um, so who has uh, Psalm 118? Did somebody have Psalm 118? Yeah, do you have that? Yeah. 25 through 29? Yeah. Yep. I can't read it. Can't read it. Oh. I have it's okay. I get surgery in a couple of weeks or something. Well, stand up here with me while I read it. Um, 25 through 29. Save us, we pray, O Lord. O Lord, we pray, give us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God, and he has made his light to shine upon us. Bind the festal sacrifice with cords up to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will give thanks to you. You are my God. I will extol you. Oh, thank you, Lord, for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. Yeah, what well, she said. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thanks for your support. I know you had a deep voice like that. All right. So, um... Yeah. 
So now I think that they would understand what was going on here. They would connect the, the Zechariah passage to Jesus riding in on the donkey, you know, and um, and they're saying Hosanna, you know, they're, they're quoting this psalm right here, right? And so maybe that's their, their national anthem, right? And they're saying it. And they would, they, they actually say that as like a national anthem during Sukkot, right? So like, which is another political holiday, you know, right? So, so they know this, this is something they say all the time. It's as if they're saying their national anthem, they're saying Hosanna, you know, Lord, grant us success, grant us uh, prosperity, save us, you know, save us from, you know, these Romans at this point, right? Um, and then it says, with vows in hand, join, uh, join, in the, join in the festival procession up to the horns of the altar, right? And so why is Jesus weeping? You guys think, why, why is Jesus weeping? Okay. Who had Zechariah 9.9? Nine? <laughs> All right, I'll get, I got it. All right. So I was trying to include everybody. Well, I mean, as many people as I could. All right, Zechariah 9.10 says, so you, you keep reading, right, from the, let's read 9.9 nine again. This is so good. Where is that? 9.9. Um, nine. Shout aloud, O, o daughter Zion. Um, lo, your king comes to you triumphant um, and victorious. Remember that part there was omitted. Um, victorious and he humble, riding on a donkey, the full of a donkey. Right? And so this is what's going on. And then the very next verse in 910 says, I will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the war horse from Jerusalem and the and the battle bow shall be cut off and he shall uh, speak peace to the nations he rules uh, his rule shall be from sea to sea and from the river to the end of the earth so that's the other part right that's the part that's the part that maybe they're missing and it's the very next it's the very next verse right and he's saying like this is a proclamation of peace you know, um, I will cut off the chariot from Ephraim, you know, and the war horse from Jerusalem, and the battle below shall be cut off, and he shall speak peace to the nations, right? So now we see the contrast. We see, we see the war horse. We see that this parade, you know, coming in from the west. We see, you know, Jesus coming, proclaiming peace, right, coming in from the, uh, from the east, okay? And uh, and so where is Jesus? Yeah, so where is Jesus going? We we figured now Jesus is weeping. If if you even you had only recognized on this day uh, the thing that makes peace, so they don't understand peace. So Jesus is weeping, and now where is he going? He's going to the altar, which was found on in uh, Psalm one eighteen when Mike was up here with bows in hand, joining the festival procession up to the horns of the altar, right? So that's exactly where he's going. And um, and who had, uh, who had Matthew 21, was that you again? I'll read it. <laughs> All right. You're learning. You're learning. I, I mean, you know, I'm not the greatest reader and I was trying to include, you know. You All right. No, it's all right. <clears throat> Um, all right, so then he entered the temple and began to drive out those who were selling things there 
And he said, it is written, my house shall be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. So now more context, more, more setting here. So we have Jesus coming in on the donkey. He's riding. He's going to the altar. You know, there's, there's the, uh, the temple, right? And, um, and you have the palace over here, and you have all this stuff going on in this city, right? That's all this political, whether it's religious political or state political, you know, you've got all this stuff going on. Jesus comes in as and he goes to the temple and he sees money changers, right? So these people are, are exchanging money, right? And then he sees a market, right? And the market, um, you know, they're selling, they, they have to have this spotless, perfect sacrifice, right? So they're selling them this spotless, perfect sacrifice. So they're putting the price on it, right? And they're doing the money changing and they're, uh, and they're approving the sacrifice. So they'll only sell you a sacrifice is approved, is approved by them. And you're going to pay, you know what I mean? There's a lot of corruption going on in the, in the church, right? And so Jesus is, uh, now he's, he's got a bone to pick with the church, with the religious, uh, with the religious people, right? So um, Jesus enters the temple courts and drove out all who were buying and selling um, there. He overturns the tables and, uh, of the money changers and the branches of those, uh, the benches of those selling doves. It is written, he said to them, my house will be uh, called a house of prayer but you have made it a den of robbers. The blind and the lame came to him. So here we got, we got a contrast again. We have the political, you know, church contrast. We have, we have that uh, religious politics going on too. And we have this contrast. We have Jesus coming down and saying this, this here, this is corrupt. What's going on here has to stop, right? And, but then, but then here's Jesus kingdom again. He says, the blind and the lame came to him and the, at the temple, and he heals them. But when the chief priests and the teachers of the law saw the the wonder, uh, the wonderful things he did, and the children shouting in the temple courts, "Hosanna to the Son of David," they were um, indignant. And so now you have children shouting "Hosanna" in a little different way, right? Like there's this like this you know riot going on and now these children are in the in the temple courts and they're saying Hosanna you know to the son of David you know for for the the great works that he's doing which is healing um healing the you know the lame and um and so now you see like we're, we're seeing a contrast Jesus when he says like I come to bring the gospel I come to bring the kingdom the kingdom of God is like right he's uh there's a picture of this kingdom right here in contrast to you know what's going on uh, in the political climate of the day. So do you hear what these children are saying? They asked him. Yes, replied Jesus. Have you never read from the lips of children and infants the Lord uh, have called for your praise? And he left them and went out to the city of uh, Bethany where he spent the night. So, um, so, uh, so he quotes their own psalm, is what he does, right? Because that's that's from the psalm. Um, and then in Luke's gospel, um, and I gave somebody Luke. Anyway, I'll just read it. Um, Luke 1947 <laughs> um, <clears throat> says, every day, oh, wasn't it? All right. 
Um, every day he was teaching in the temple, the chief priests, the scribes, and the leaders of, of the people kept uh, looking for a way to kill him, but they did not find anything they could do for all the people who were spellbound by what they had heard. So now you have this like, I mean, I can just imagine like what's going on. If we had the news, like, you know, back then, like, what would that, what would that look like? I mean, it'd be crazy. You know, you got this riot, you got, you know, Jesus, you know, this, this uh, religious, you know, like ragtag, you know, this, this fair or this uh, what, uh, rabbi, you know, and his, you know, outcast, right. And he just like came into the temple and he straight like put him in their place and, you know, he drove out all the money change. I mean, all this stuff is happening, you know, and it says they're they're spellbound by what they hear. They're just like, you know, like that's a revolution, right? Something, something took place there. And um so um so what's the what's the practical application for that? What do you guys think? Is that what you're talking about? I'm just talking about the whole thing. I mean, okay, so we got this story, right? Um, and I guess we were supposed to say this or like recite this story or reflect on this story because it's Palm Sunday, right? And so I'm like putting this together and I'm like, okay, you can talk about forgiveness or you can talk about righteousness or you can talk about humility or all these other things, right? Practical application there in the, in the text for us. One of the things that I was thinking about was that, you know, because like that it talked about him like turning the doves over, and those were one of the sacrifices for mm -hmm. healing. Mm -hmm. And so that it was like, I don't know, I, I feel like there's nothing. Yeah, for sure. That's a good question. Would we recognize you? Yeah. I think one thing that they're missing is that they think that he was coming to save him from the Romans. He's actually coming to save him from the Syrians. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, um, so do we recognize that though? Like that yeah. that climate, religious or political climate? Do we recognize that world? Like, I do. Like, you know. Um, so. All right, so um, I would say we live in Rome. Right? We live in this empire. That's that's what America is. It's an empire, and um, and the church, the church. You know, I'm not trying to criticize the church, but we got to call it the way it is, right? And when we see that there is a model that Jesus set up for the church, you know, and when we look out there and we're like, we got to check ourselves first. You know what I mean? But are we living in Rome? Are we living in that church that is somehow in bed, for lack of a better image, with Rome, right? Um, and so, um, so, so I just uh, I have this little little something to reflect on. Um, we live in Rome. Uh, the gospel of Jesus, the kingdom of God, is uh, different. The gospel is uh, the gospel in the uh, 
is the pol is the pol uh, politics of humility, service, forgiveness, and um, nonviolence. Um, love embraces all people, but especially those we call our enemies. Um, tragically, the way of the world. We tend to live by the politics of Rome, not the politics of Jesus, whether we are Republicans or Democrats, like that's not the point, right? Whether we're, we're uh, whatever denomination, you know, the point is um, whenever we seek to influence others through coercion or violence, we are following the politics of Rome. Right? And that's for the church and and. I mean, that's for the, the, the ways of the world, right? Um, um, fortunately, Jesus reveals the alternative. He calls it the kingdom of God or the government of God, right? It's a kingdom, uh, political way of life based, I'm just using the word political because I think we don't really understand kingdoms because we don't got a king and we, you know? So even though I don't like that word, and I'm, I'm sure some of you guys don't either, I mean, We've heard enough of it, but um, but that's because of what the politics is that we've been, you know, introduced to and we've been saturated with in our world. But the politics of God is different, right? So um, it's uh, based on, uh, it's not based on triumphant violence, but rather humble service. The kingdom, politics of Jesus, makes sure everyone has daily bread, it seeks to uh, forgive debts and sins and avoids the temptation to commit evil against our neighbors. And, uh, and it calls us into a life of forgiveness. But this is risky. We know that the kingdom politics of Jesus lead him to Good Friday, where he suffers and dies, and yet he stayed true to the kingdom, the politics of God, speaking words of forgiveness, even as he was murdered. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. This is not just a call to, to personal political or personal ethics. This is a kingdom lifestyle. The kingdom or politics of Jesus seeks to influence our personal lives. To transform our Personal or political systems use violence, power, coercion to be triumphant and victorious. Jesus beckons us to follow him into a different kind of politics, into the kingdom of God that lives and dies by love, service, and forgiveness. So that, that comes from Sojourners. Most of it, I kind of like, you know, kind of inserted my little stuff here. But but I think that that's the, that I think that that is the, Practical application for us today. Thank you.